0: Welcome to the podcast for an Embodied Life Festival, a week-long festival of online events exploring embodied approaches to living a more truthful, connected and pleasurable life. Today I'm chatting with Amanda who runs Head & Hands, a business based around the art of slowing down. Ahead of Amanda's mark-making workshop on Saturday, we discuss amongst other things, letting go of the inner critic and the role of our energy in making our mark in the world.
1: Hi, Natalie. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Well, up and down, but but maybe down. okay.
0: <laughs> are you um, are you riding what my friend calls the corona coaster? Yes, riding <laughs> it hard, going upside down, and yeah,
1: losing it Do- shoe, <laughs> yeah yeah sort
0: of vomiting <laughs> all the candy floss up halfway along
1: <laughs> oh sorry it's very loud outside the window I live on a I live on a main road which um isn't helping I have to tell you with my mental state because it's just become I swear noisier than it's ever been actually um oh really yeah it obviously it was very quiet during early lockdown and now it seems like everyone's out with their revving vehicles going very much above the speed limit along the street so it's every time a motorbike goes past I kind of um something happens to me inside I just Aww. oh I'm just like ah but yeah sorry if that happens on the recording it will be because of that okay
0: no worries So first it's pretty good it doesn't usually pick up I have lots of sirens here in and um, I, I so far it hasn't really picked them up
1: okay cool <laughs>
0: So um, we're chatting about your workshop on Saturday, trusting the process, an experimental mark making workshop.
1: Yeah, um,
0: I'm so excited because I think about mark making. Um, so this of all the workshops, this is the one where I feel like I am absolutely,
1: definitely, most definitely the student in this process. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. <clears throat> I'm really excited that it's it's kind of a bit of a surprise in that way for people, and that um, yeah, there's a bit of the unknown about it because. Um, Yeah, it's just gonna be a really fun workshop. And ultimately, mark making is, well, if you break down any of the the arts, the graphic arts, like painting, drawing, printmaking, you you break them down to their elemental beginnings, everything starts with a mark. And if you think about when we were children, uh, mark making is kind of the first step towards writing and drawing. It's before we can really hold hold the pen properly, we start to make marks and they're often an expression rather than an intention of what we actually want to draw. It's just a form of uh, putting our energy down onto the paper. Um, Mm. uh, We become quite hung up on the idea of what constitutes a good drawing or a uh, um, a good expression of what you want to create. And of course that's really subjective and we become quite judgmental towards what we create. And I think a lot of people are afraid of the word drawing because they they have an attachment to maybe not feeling good enough at school or not feeling, um, yeah, like they have any or sort of skills or, um, they, yeah, they don't enjoy it. And I think this workshop is really about bringing it back away from drawing and coming back to mark making and understanding how um, mark making is, a really interesting way to just like tap into your energy, um, your expressive energy. So it's definitely a, an unusual one in the in the whole lineup of the festival but hopefully it will just be something enjoyable to do while we're all together on Zoom.
0: Yeah I'm really looking forward to doing something um that's, so I do a lot of
1: journaling but I'm really looking forward to doing something that doesn't involve words or language. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. when you
1: think about journaling or you think about writing, your handwriting is is mark making. It's actually one of the yeah most natural forms of mark making. Is you're you're trying to express something in words in a in a format that you understand. But your your way of doing that won't be the same as my way of doing that or anybody else's. And that's how we can really begin to appreciate um, how different and unique our energy is, and the way that we express our energy through through a mark making tool through a pen. Um, and it's kind of fascinating when you start to, to realise just how we really do have this very different energy um, or sometimes called style that we bring. And once we can accept that about ourselves and stop uh, seeing that as something to judge ourselves against, it's kind of it's kind of mind blowing because it's, it's kind of like self-acceptance, um, appreciating your unique energy and what you bring. So it's yeah. so
0: hugely liberating letting go of like when you sort of said about um we think about drawing and we think about maybe not being good enough at school like for me it was you know you, you were either really really good at art or you didn't do it there was right. no in between and I was qu- I was sort of quite academic and like now through all the things I've done later in life I've discovered that I'm actually incredibly creative but that I, I was that wasn't on the table that wasn't an option I was very much kind of um uh, I suppose like made to believe that like I wasn't arty I wasn't creative
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because, well, in my session, I won't give it all away now, but I'm going to talk a lot about a creative practice in general um, and what I consider like the three main components to the creative practice and then how those components intersect kind of leads to the different approaches that we have. And I think at school, the approach that we have is often a very purposeful approach which means that we're kind of led by our intentions we're very much in our head Um, whereas what we'll be doing in the session is moving to a more instinctive and expressive approach which comes to uh, comes from a place of really knowing your energy and really enjoying the actual process and relishing the process. Um, At school there's lots of reasons why we don't do that but we're very much coming from a intention you know the the teacher will set the the task that you'll have to do you'll have a time limit because you'll be you know in in a lesson that only lasts a certain amount of time and you'll only have a particular amount of space allocated for you to really uh, make work I think that's a big thing about art education I should probably say my background is a little bit in art education before I started my business head and hands I worked a lot in schools and um, one of the most fascinating things to me is what happens when we allow young people the space to make really bold gestures um which is not something that they get to do in the classroom just because we they don't have the space like they you know they have a a certain size of piece of paper that they can fit on a desk and that's kind of their constraint and that becomes their constraint for the whole of their education but the minute you uh give a young person a really big space to be bold and make um A more embodied approach to mark making or drawing it's it's really amazing to watch how free uh, they become and how much more confident they become. I think the way that we constrain ourselves um, with our creative practices is is also part of the problem it's the way that the actual process of making work is is just quite limited and quite confined just by our our sort of the systems that we learn those things in um, and in this session, everyone's going to be working at home. So we will, again, be constrained by the materials that we have to hand, but kind of going to celebrate that and just see um, kind of how far we can push some of these things and be experimental with them. So hopefully it won't feel like school. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. <laughs> um, so what sort of things are we actually be doing? I'm curious. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny you say curious because... One of the first things we, we talk about is um, how we're going to be ditching our inner critic, because our inner critic, as we were just discussing, uh, often does like to get involved when we think about drawing and creative practice. And instead of an inner critic, we're going to be turning towards more of an inner curiosity, which is coming from a place of being playful and not judging ourselves, coming with an open mind, not really having those expectations and, and maybe just moving a little bit away from having intention um, and just seeing what happens. And some of the exercises, uh, well, I'm going to be moving through a range of exercises in order to demonstrate the three components of um, a creative practice. So for me, the three components are intention. Um, which is normally what we lead with so we normally come into an exercise in our head and go I want to draw this plant so we lead with intention but in in the exercises I'm going to be running we're going to instead be leading with our energy and we're going to be leading with our with the process itself so as an example um we're going to be doing some drawing with the breath, so letting our breath, our actual energy in our body, dictate them, some of the marks that we make. Um, we're going to be doing some detached mark making, um, where we kind of experiment with like which part of the body we actually make the marks with, and how we can um, how we can detach mentally from the activity and actually just let our our energy flow straight from us out of our arm into our fingers and out of the pen in a more kind of connected way um we're going to do some instinctive mark making which is where we we're going to act very very quickly so we're going to do some very like fast response um drawings to to prompt words that I'll just throw at you and you won't have very long to think about um we're going to do some sensorial mark making where we'll, we'll be connecting with the thing that we are drawing uh, through touch and through observation in a much more mindful way. And we're going to also play around with taking a line for a walk, which is a famous quote by the artist Paul Klee. And that's kind of his definition of what drawing is. He says drawing is just taking a line for a walk. So we're going to take our lines for a walk and um really relish the process of how of what of what comes out so there's going to be a lot we're packing a lot in and I I won't tell you how we're finished because that's going to be if I told you that you'd be like no keep something as a surprise yeah keep it as a surprise um but yeah I'm walking you through I guess an understanding of what I see the different approaches to um a creative practice are and for me those approaches are either being purposeful instinctive or expressive. And a creative practice is when you actually come at the exercise with all of those approaches uh, with equal weight. And I think the problem is that when we come at drawing, giving more weight to, to one approach than the other, where we're perhaps coming at it with too much of a purpose, too much of an intention, and that's when our inner critic gets in the way of us actually really enjoying and relishing um, our time with the pen or wh- whichever tool we're using.
0: I was really fascinated actually by what you were saying about the process being energy led, mm-hmm. um, and obviously in the context of uh, the, the sessions sitting within the festival um, and a sort of festival run embodiment, um, it, it occurs to me like this this can really be. Um, you know someone could really make this part of their like wellness toolkit like this is a this is very much a wellness practice or can be utilized in that way um and I was just sort of curious from maybe your own experience um with the practice being energy-led what sort of um any energy shifts might there be or might you have experienced from these practices yourself
1: yeah I guess I should probably start by saying that my work in general, people that don't know me with head and hands is I'm really interested in um, activities and people that make products and, and generally curating things that bring um, us to the art of slowing down, which is what I call the. It's, it's kind of a state of being that is, um, is a much more embodied state of being. It's um, It's a more mindful state of being. Um, It allows us to enjoy what we have as individuals already, um, coming from a place of gratitude rather than lack and just really noticing what we have and slowing down and making use of those things. Um, And I often invite different practitioners to run workshops, and sometimes I run workshops too, and they all are centred around sort of slow crafts usually. So this one's a bit different because the reason I... Uh, I'm doing a drawing workshop is because we're obviously all in lockdown. We're not able to access various materials that I might otherwise bring to a session. And this is something that we can all do. Like we've all got access to pen and paper. Like you say, it's a very, um, you can easily be utilized as a daily practice. or so it's part, you know, in your journal. Um, I think that you can come away uh, from this session Hopefully, just thinking about maybe incorporating some expressing mark, expressive mark making into your wellness practice when you feel stressed, when you feel um, wound tight, because this process is, I guess, much like doing a morning pages journal. Um, it, it kind of comes from a place of becoming more automatic and having a more... Um, A connection with your mind but letting it become more of a subconscious connection letting a free flow happen between your mind your energetic self and your um your hands and your means to express yourself so it's kind of an alternative to writing like you say because it doesn't involve words it doesn't involve the same amount of cognition it's um yeah, it's hopefully more free flowing. And I think for those that are coming from more of like a yoga place where they're really in touch with their movement and their bodies, um, drawing can be a really interesting way to like maybe explore your, your yoga and your movement practices. And actually we're going to start the workshop doing a bit of movement and translating our movements into some drawings, which I'm really looking forward to as well.
0: Yeah. I was fascinated actually when you said about, um, Uh, we're going to initiate some of it from the breath like I I can't wait to do that
1: yeah exactly it's going to be such a surprise yeah um, to see you know how it comes out and I don't think any any day that you do that it will will come out the same either because that's what um is so interesting when you begin to realize that we do have this very unique energy sort of person to person it's very unique but then from day to day within ourselves it's very unique and I don't know about you, I think it's a, when I write with my handwriting, it's really evident uh, what my energy is. And I've more oh, aware of this um, a, a amazing woman who I know, who I'm always talking about called Tracy, Tracy Trussell. She's a, a graphologist, which means she studies um, handwriting and she studies, uh, she reads handwriting in order to kind of, a bit like reading your um, astrological chart. You read your handwriting and she did a reading for me Um, as an exchange, because I actually did a workshop with her. And what she discovered from my writing was, like, fascinating. Um, But we talked a lot in in her session about how our energy does change and how our handwriting changes as we grow um, and as we experience different things. And, of course, that makes sense when you realise that we do possess this, like, energy that we either use um, for, like, movement or verbal expression or written expression it is it is incredibly unique to us and like when you realize how unique it is it's hard to be so critical of it anymore because it's it's kind of amazing that like the way that I would write something or draw something would never be the way that you would write or draw something and that's we're sort of taught to to judge that rather than to celebrate that. Mm. I've got so many more questions that I want to ask, but I'm conscious (laughs) that we were kind
0: of heading towards um, being a little bit over time. Um, Thank you so much, Amanda. I am really, really looking forward to this. I've got a feeling this is going to be something that's uh, going to become more of a regular practice for me. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to
1: it yeah me too I and mean, hopefully I think if you have more questions that will kind of be where we're, we're left you know it will just open up some some new ways of thinking that's really my intention for the session so it's great to hear you're already thinking that so really yeah. excited brilliant well I'll see you on Saturday on Zoom yeah see you Saturday
0: thank you bye oh, Thank you so much to Amanda for joining me. If you'd like to take part in this really interesting workshop, you can head to thisisnatalieowen.com forward slash festival to book, where you'll also receive links to all the other sessions so far, and all sessions will stay available on demand until Sunday the 12th of July. For more info on Amanda and Head & Hands, visit headandhands.co.uk.